Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The LSU Tigers. LSU wins the BCS. Casey one team, one heartbeat. The New Orleans Hornets select Anthony Davis. And I tell you, Mardi Gras about to break out. Talk about my thing. To the 20. Geis, touchdown. Who that? This is the Chris Gordy Show. 9.05 here on this Thursday morning, August 10th, 2017. Welcome into the Chris Gordy Show. It is game day. Your New Orleans Saints back in action tonight. Back on the field, taking on the Cleveland Browns up there in awful Cleveland. We had the Hall of Fame game last week. Uh, wasn't a whole lot to take away from that because not many people played because that's that like fifth preseason game, and you don't really want to play guys in five preseason games if you don't have to. But last night we got to see some some actual starters play in uh, the game. We got to see. Tom Savage is going to be the starting quarterback for the Texans play. We got to see Deshaun Watson shine. We got to see young youngster Christian McCaffrey. Kelvin Benjamin had a nice night. I mean, they, they had some uh, they had some big names out there on the field last night. So, would expect that again tonight with the Saints and Browns up there in Cleveland. Again, Drew Brees would expect him to at least play a series. Maybe take the team right down the field and score. And if uh, if successful, they uh, I would assume Drew would come out of the game. But I wanted to talk a little bit about last night's game. Do we have Stan with us now? Our, our buddy Stan Norfleet. Okay, we'll uh, we'll get Stan on here in just a second. But uh, I know he was covering the game last night uh, with the Panthers, and um, you know, look, I think the the big storyline, if you just taking it from an NFL perspective, you were impressed with Deshaun Watson, the quarterback. Rookie quarterbacks always are going to be the ones that steal the headlines, especially when they play well, but. You know, look, Dak Prescott was Dak Prescott was the story of the league last year with how good he became and, and led the the Cowboys. And now in Houston, they're thinking maybe they might have that in Deshaun Watson, albeit, you know, they're not going to name him the starter just yet. But if he continues to play like he did and outshine Tom Savage, gotta think he's got a real good chance to be the starter down there in Houston this year. Welcome in now, Stan Norfleet, Stan Sportsman on Twitter. Appreciate him for uh, jumping on with us. Stan is the uh, co-host of ACC Blitz via the ACC Network, and a host uh, via 92.9 FM, The Game in Atlanta. He resides in Charlotte. Stan, what's going on, man? Welcome in this morning. Good morning. Good morning, New Orleans. How's everybody? <laughs> hey, man. So, wanted to get your thoughts on the, the game last night with the Carolina Panthers. I guess, first off, for the Panthers, I was impressed with Christian McCaffrey. I think this guy's going to be an absolute stud. Uh, for those people who play fantasy football out there, I'd go ahead and start snatching up Christian McCaffrey right now. What did you see from the young guy in his uh, preseason debut? Well, he definitely lived up to the hype. And, and I've, I've really tried to, and I get called a hater all the time for trying to temper expectations about what Christian McCaffrey is. Saints fans will identify with the man that I think Christian McCaffrey closely identifies. I think he's Reggie Bush. He's not going to be the key piece in the championship team, 
but he's going to be uh, a cog, right? Uh, he may not be the most important piece, but he can be a key piece in that capacity. I think that uh, he impressed last night with his speed, his ability to get to the edge. He was much quicker against uh, the first-team defense. Uh, Jadavion Clowney, which is, he went to South Point High School in South Carolina, about 15 miles south of Charlotte. Jadavion Clowney pointed out just how fast McCaffrey were able to hit the corner. Uh, he's durable. They do plan to use him, the Carolina Panthers, that he is, in the return game as a punt returner. Uh, and uh, we'll see what he can do uh, when the regular season approaches. But last night, there was an electricity in the air. Some of that is just because football is back. <laughs> but, but the sheer fact that McCaffrey looks the part, he's been absolutely a treasure to deal with from a media perspective, from a team perspective, and they're expecting big things from that gentleman here in the Carolinas. Is there a chance? I mean, I guess Jonathan Stewart would would still be the the slated starter for Week One, absolutely. but yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, Jonathan Stewart is this team's running back. Okay. McCaffrey is just a complimentary piece. So you don't think by midseason we could be seeing McCaffrey taking over the the starting duties? Uh, if I wasn't standing in the church, I would use different language. But for that, <laughs> let me just say uh, no. <laughs> I want to use some other vernacular, but I'll just stop with saying no. Yeah. Very nice. So what did you make of the uh, Carolina receiving core? I mean, Kelvin Benjamin looked like he picked up right where he left off, two catches, mm-hmm. 40 yards, and a touchdown. Greg yeah. Olson had a long had a long catch. Devin Funches was in the mix. Uh, what did you make of the Carolina receiving core? I think the Kelvin Benjamin, now that he's gotten himself in shape, he's ready to roll. Uh, he he's Kelvin Benjamin is more, and Saints fans, again, will identify with this, Kevin Benjamin is less Julio Jones. He's more Jimmy Graham, right? And that's just the way this Carolina offense plays. They really go with a lot of big receivers, a lot of possession-type guys. Cam Newton has a propensity to to sail balls on his delivery, so the balls are going to be a little bit high. For him, uh, he needs those big bodies, those 6'4", and 6'5", 6'6", guys, and he has that in Kelvin Benjamin, Devin Funches, as well as Greg Olson. Greg Olson is the consummate professional. He's one of the elite tight ends in this game. He's going to do what he does, right? The thing that was that I was sad not to see was uh, second-round pick Curtis Samuels. That's the guy that they think can be that intermediate, uh, uh, a Brandon Boykins type of player for us. And all uh, for the Panthers, that is. And uh, he's been out due to injury. He's got some hamstring issues going on. So uh, he hasn't been able to participate. But listen, this offense is, is going to go as Cam Newton goes. And, and all respect to Derek Anderson, he's undefeated as a starter in the Cam Newton era. But if they don't have CN1, the Carolina Panthers have no shot of making the playoffs. Talking with uh, Stan Norfleet, uh, covers uh, covers uh, the Carolina Panthers, uh, obviously, in uh, in, Car- in uh, Charlotte. Um, uh, the other side of the ball there, uh, Stan, looking at the Texans, th- look, Tom Savage is going to be their starting quarterback, and that's what Bill O'Brien has said all offseason, but certainly got to be impressed with the flashes that Deshaun Watson showed last night, showed poise, showed a little bit of leadership. I mean, I, right when he stepped into the huddle, he's directing guys, telling them where to go. I'm like, uh-oh, look out for this guy. Now, a couple of his long passes sailed, sailed over guys, and you know he's going to have to work on that, but I liked what I saw, at least the early signs of Deshaun Watson. It's funny. I do radio in Houston a lot, and uh, having you know been a part of the Texans organization, having lived in Houston for about four years, uh, I know those folks down there well. And I routinely joke with them, uh, Chris, and I tell them, hey, uh, 
enjoy that gift that we sent you down there from the Carolinas. His name is D. Watt Ford, and he probably saved your franchise. Deshaun Watson, there are some guys that just get it. You know, sometimes we overcomplicate this game. You get the talking heads like myself. You get other analysts that are just going through the minutiae. It's not that hard. Some guys get it. They were built to be in that position to operate in the capacity that God has blessed them with. That's Deshaun Watson. It didn't surprise me, the success that he had. It didn't surprise me when Russell Wilson took the job from Matt Flynn. I saw Russell Wilson in NC State covering the ACC. I knew that Russell Wilson was a leader. I knew he was built a certain type of way. Deshaun Watson is in the same capacity with that defense, not just Davion Clowney, as well as uh, uh, um, J.J. Watt coming back healthy from that back injury. They did lose the Texans, did uh, A.J. Boyer at the corner position. They're going to miss him. But those linebackers, that corner capacity, um, uh, I think that that defense, along with what those offensive weapons are, we know Fuller's got that collarbone at the wide receiver, but you still got Nuke Hopkins. And you still have Lamar Miller in the backfield. And uh, Deshaun Watson, he was a treasure at Clemson. He knows how to win. He's been programmed the right way. He's a Class A gentleman. He knows what he's doing. He's in control of that offense. And Bill O'Brien attested himself. I'm sure you guys saw that as well. Bill O'Brien said, I've never seen a quarterback pick up the offense so effortlessly, so quickly, and just been able to adapt to situations that they throw at him. Deshaun Watson will be a starter week one for the Texans, or they're crazy. And it looked like <laughs> a home game last night. There were so many Clemson jerseys, and you guys will laugh at this. There were, like, thousands of Houston <laughs> Texans for jerseys last night in that stadium. That was a home game for Deshaun Watson. He knows Bank of America Stadium well, having played in two ACC championship games and won them both the last two years. That's that's crazy. I, I mean, look, like I said, I was just I was wild from the minute he stepped on the field. I mean, he, he like I said, just just like Dak. I mean, last year, and I hate to make the mm-hmm. comparison because mm-hmm. I don't think they're the same type of, of quarterbacks. But mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I think even when he when he rolled out of the pocket and and when he tucked it and ran, he showed that you know the the game isn't too fast for him. And again, it's preseason, so we take everything with a grain of salt. But I'm with you, man. I think I think once the season gets rolling here, I, and Bill O'Brien's going to have a tough task to be able to sell the the fan base on Tom Savage being the starter. But uh, I think all signs point to, to Deshaun Watson at least being the starter by the end of the season. For sure. Talking with Stan yeah, North. I, if it were up to me, if it were up to me, I would say that Deshaun Watson will be there week one. Yeah, we're talking with uh, Stan yeah. Norfleet, co-host of uh, ACC Blitz on the ACC Network and the host of uh, on 92.9 FM, the game in Atlanta, resides in Charlotte, covers the uh, the Carolina Panthers. What about the in the backfield for the Texans? How impressed were you with Dante Foreman, the rookie out of the University of Texas? I mean, look, he 2,000-yard rusher at the University of Texas, pretty impressive last year, so no surprise that that translates to the next level. But, I mean, he looked really good, and if I'm, if I'm playing the fantasy football game, if I'm taking Lamar Miller, I'm thinking of maybe taking Deontay Foreman to help have a, a little backup on that uh, on that Texans offense. But Foreman was very impressive, and I Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Didn't see a ton of Texas. I watched a few games because uh, I'm a big Charlie Strong guy. But at the same time, I, I looked at what Foreman was able to do. And then Alfred Blue, in, in, in limited touches as well, was able to do some things. The Texans, arguably, quietly, have one of the best backfields in the league after me seeing Devontae Foreman last night. I think if they can, again, coming back to Deshaun Watson, the key to him, not too different than the Cowboys did with that last year, run that football, make manageable throws, take your shots downfield when they present themselves. Don't complicate things. There's no need to. This is a simple game, Vince Lombardi reminds us. It's just not easy to do. Run the football, play good defense, and when I look at the ingredients that the Texans bring to the table, when you add all of that up, large part because of that running game and defense, I think the Texans are my favorite to win the AFC South. Last one for you, Stan, uh, at least for, for the NFC South, uh, for our interest. Uh, Cam Newton, obviously a, not a great season last year. I mean, uh, statistically, you know, wasn't wasn't terrible. But Cam Newton, expectations for this year. Does Does he bounce back? Does he have a much better year this year? No, we've seen the best of Cam Newton, and I can take a lot of heat, and that's at Stan Sportsman on Twitter. I take a ton of heat about Cam Newton in this city, when I'm in Atlanta, his hometown, my hometown, and it's just as simple as this. Show me quarterbacks after year seven that jump from below 60% to up in 65 67 70%, which is where Matt Ryan was last year. You don't see that. Even though he's got a slight tear in that rotator cuff that has been repaired, and, you know, he's been limited in training camp. People are like, whoa, 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 Drew Brees was, whoa, whoa. Drew Brees before the injury was 65% completion percentage. <laughs> Drew Brees has always been proficient and accurate with the football. The shoulder injury was a setback. Clearly he came back and just t- picked up where he left off. Cam has never been accurate. I think his career best is like 60% completion. In today's game, if you aren't precise and efficient with the football at 63.5%, accuracy, those aren't just things that you learn on the back end. And I believe, especially when those legs go, Cam Newton has taken the most hits in the league of any player since he's come into the league in 2011. We've seen the best of Cam. Can they still be good? Can they be competitive? Can they rely on that defense? Jonathan Stewart, McCaffrey in the run game, special teams, yes, they can still be competitive. But in terms of Cam Newton duplicating what he did two years ago when he won the MVP, that's an enigma, that's an anomaly, that was a flash in the pan. He's not that guy. Wow, pretty uh, pretty good stuff there from from Stan Norfleet at Stan Sportsman on Twitter. And look, I don't think you're going to get many people in New Orleans unhappy with those comments. I think they'll take a <laughs> I think they'll take a down another down year from uh, Cam Newton. Certainly in this uh, competitive NFC South, when you talk about Matt Ryan and Jameis Winston and Drew Brees and the like, he is Stan Sportsman, Stan Norfleet. Stan, thanks so much for the time, man. We appreciate it. Always a pleasure. I'm gonna try to get down there and see you guys, man. Enjoy the beignet. Awesome. Sounds good. Thanks, man. Stan, <laughs> Stan Norfley. Follow him on Twitter at Stan Sportsman on Twitter. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll continue the conversation. Get you ready for Saints Browns tonight, preseason. What are you most interested in watching? Give us a call, 504-260-1280. 260-1280. Right here on the Chris Gordy Show. Chris Gordy now. Duncan Holder next at 10 on Sports 1280. New Orleans. Welcome back into the show. Chris Gordy Show, Sports 1280, New Orleans. 
Appreciate Stan Northfleet jumping on the last segment. I love his comments. Man, he, he doesn't hold back. He thinks the best of Cam Newton is gone and in the past. I'm not going to agree with that. I know it'd be I'd nice. Be, I'd be fine Orleans. with it. Yeah, yeah. everybody. everybody make them have to lean on Derek Anderson. Rebuild that Expecting franchise. Expecting a 28-year-old quarterback to completely fall off the face of the earth is silly. I don't know, fall off the face of the earth, but I, I mean, he was really, really good um, that that Super Bowl season. And last year, you know, he started to to raise a fuss about taking late hits and you know people kind of getting away with it because he is a running quarterback. So when he does roll out of the pocket or does try to buy extra time. You know, I think they're looking the extra the other way. Whereas, like, when Drew Brees takes a late hit, it's like, all right, well, Drew wasn't, you know, he was clearly sitting in the pocket or whatever. Whereas Cam, when you're a guy who does tuck it and take off a run at times, a lot of times they'll give the defender the benefit of the doubt. I think that he will. just part um, of the position. He will be fine. And he will win plenty of more games and be in the playoffs quite a bit and uh, be one be one of those players that I one think that's day easy to say. His... I think it's easy to say, but in this division, I mean, it's going to be competitive he's as hell. Still, he's 28 years old. The man. Falcons are just bet off a Super Bowl run. The Bucks, everybody's buying buying in on as being a you know, you know there's, this thing, called, there's this thing called the wild card. Right. Okay, so Saints are Saints are you know, people are high on it and thinking that they can maybe take a step forward this year. So, I'm just saying a competitive balance Cam Newton can be well, what fine, but, the, what but still the, not make. Yeah, I mean, you know, what, still go seven and nine or I'm six just, and eight, six and uh, whatever. I'm just not going to expect him to, to to fall off the you know and be terrible like or not be. It doesn't mean as good. terrible. It doesn't mean no, like. But he's if you're going to say he's not going to be, he's not going to be as good as he was as he was two years ago, then that's basically saying he's going to be terrible. It's what it is. He's no, gonna, he's gonna it be means one of the, he could be he, mediocre like he was last year. He will be more than likely most years one of the ten best quarterbacks in the league every year. You think so? Yes. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, I it would not surprise me if if Cam was never that good again. It would surprise the hell out of me. He's been banged up before. Maybe he's a step slower. And I don't know. I'm talking about a guy that did it that year with Ted Ginn as his best receiver. No, he had an incredible year. He had an MVP caliber season that year. Ted Ginn was his best wide receiver. Ted Ginn. Okay, that's fine. I'm just Stone saying. hands Ginn. He caught like 42 percent of the passes that that Cam Newton. Threw he's him. starting to get a lot of. He's starting to get a lot. You know, all the hits and all that are t- starting to take their toll, and we'll see. I think it's a mentality thing with him more than anything. He sometimes becomes too big of a bitch. Well, he's he's complained about it a lot to, yeah, to the NFL. How about this? The uh, the plumbing issues we've had in the city with the flooding last weekend. Uh, Everybody hates poop coming up. Fire uh, decimates a pumping capacity for the East Bank of New Orleans. This is coming up from a WGNO. Residents on the East Bank are advised to be on high alert after a fire greatly diminished the city's capacity to drain sto- storm water from the streets. So basically, uh, the pumps are on generators right now and more rain coming into the area. So... We're, we're blessed. If you have cars that are in low area, go ahead and move them to the higher ground today. Yep, I'd do that. I, I would. God. This this city, man. Sometimes it's just, you know. Can, can we get... As can, long as can, there's not poop flying out of places, I'll be okay. Can I mean, Mitch, I can, can Mitch you know. get the uh, priorities of the city under under uh, control? Yeah. Flooding and Flood, whatnot would be nice. Flooding in low-lying areas, having to move cars to higher ground... Seems like that should be a priority if I'm uh, if I'm running the city. Anyway, uh, one of the, speaking of idiots, wanted to throw this in as well. Uh, this segment, we'll just mention it and move on. But 
Skip Bayless grabbing headlines this morning because he has come out and said... Oh boy, Skip Bayless said something hot. This is a headline from Skip Bayless. Black players should not play until Kaepernick is signed. Skip Bayless said black players in the NFL should should stop playing in the NFL until Colin Kaepernick is signed by an NFL team. Why do we constantly have to do this, everything about race? Why? Well, the, the the thing with this is... The report came out yesterday that a team offered Kaepernick the, the veteran minimum and he turned it down. Why so do we listen? It's not to, that he's not getting offers. It's, it, he is now. He's turning them down. So I understand that the world is a clickbait world, but why does anybody post anything that Skip Bayless says? <laughs> Here's know. a news flash for you idiots out there that care about what Skip Bayless says. Nobody watches his show. Nobody. It's one of the worst rated shows on television. Every single day. Well, it's hard to find. Exactly. It's hard to find where it is on. You should not care or base anything you do in your life or your opinion on anything based off of something that dumbass who is literally nothing but shtick. <laughs> he figured out how to play the system and props to him for playing the system. I cannot say here, sit here and tell you that I wouldn't do the same if I had the same opportunity. You know why? Because the man makes like $6 million go, a year and gets to, to a, live in California. Go to a, I'd probably do the same thing. Go to a sports bar today for lunch and ask him to put on Fox Sports 1 and see how long it takes him to find it. It always terrifies me, though, how many people I talk Wait, Did you see what Skip Bayless said about this? Or, <laughs> why, why? Why do you listen to him? <laughs> Why? Use well, your brain that you have been given in this one life. It functions. If it functions properly, it would know that he is a little troll. Yeah. He is a tiny old man that says nothing but crap. And he has just said this over and over that he actually does believe this stuff he says. But you shouldn't listen to it. By the way, shout out to Tobias on Twitter chiming in. He said, I don't think it's silly at all that Cam will never be the same. It happens every year to quarterbacks. Uh, I kind of agree. I think, uh, yeah, but but expecting a twenty-eight-year-old to just fall off the face of the earth is just and to not be a, any good. Is, Tob- Tobias says, "I've been saying this since last year. Cam isn't mentally tough. Take away that's that's my biggest take issue away his them. running ability, and he's an average quarterback, not for long. Be I'd be okay. fine with that. I'd be fine if he if he fell off and was never the same. Because we got to worry about friggin' Jameis Winston now, and we got to worry about MVP Matt Ryan." Matt Ryan's oh. what, though? He's in his 30s now. Threw up in my mouth saying that. MVP Matt Ryan. He was really good last year. <sighs> Except for they blew that Super Bowl. Yeah, he'd make a lot of people. 28-3. Cam would look really good if he had Julio Jones to throw the ball to. That's the other thing. Like That's the other thing I always <laughs> go back to. Like Cam's team that has been put around him, the, the ding-dong that was running the, sh- running the ship there forever was not good. They put some get together some good defensive pieces and some good defenses and Calvin Benjamin was a high pick, right? Yeah, but they didn't have him his best year. He was hurt. He tore his ACL. Right. Like Cam hasn't had and Greg Olson has been has taken it next level. That's one that's and he's really, really good. But there Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They're just, they're a poorly run team overall. Falcons, they, I mean, they have Julio Jones. They got Muhammad Sanu. Taylor Gabriel came on for them last year. 
I think they got uh, Andre Roberts, too, from the Card- who've been with the Cardinals for a couple years. Fast. Yeah. Fast, fast, fast. Who's their tight end? I don't remember. Austin Hooper is slated as their oh, number one tight Austin end. Austin Hooper, yes. Yeah. It's not Tony Gonzalez anymore. It's not Jacob Tammy. <laughs> Everybody had Jacob Tammy at some point. Shout out, shout out, Jacob Tammy. When was is that? Is Atlanta the last team Jacob Tammy played for? Peyton Manning no, he, once made he piggybacked him. on those uh, Broncos teams, right? I think he got himself a Super Bowl ring with Peyton. He, did he really? Yeah. No way. I think it was him and Owen Daniels. Were He's still unsigned. Surfing uh, or riding that wave of the Broncos defense to get a yeah, Super no, Bowl Yeah, no, he ring. wasn't on that team. He was on the 2012. He was with the Broncos 2012 to 2014. Okay. He was with the Falcons 2015, 2016. Which one? What year was the one uh, where they got obliterated by the Seahawks? It was, the the first, was Peyton's first year in Denver. So he was on that team. Yeah, Tammy. Well, okay. was Peyton was there for four years. God, was it that long? Uh huh. Damn. I know. Flew by. It did. All right. Stupid time. This growing up stuff. Bleep that. <laughs> All right, it's nine thirty-one here on uh, Sports Twelve Eighty. We got uh, more stuff we got to get to this morning. We got to we got to set the stage, Michael. We got to say who are going to be our leaders for tonight. For the Saints-Browns game. It is game day, baby. we got to get up for this one tonight. We'll get into that right after this. It's the Chris Gordy Show. Stay there. Your teams. Your sports. 1280 New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Welcome back into the Chris Gordy Show. Here on Sports 1280 New Orleans. A little bit of king of wishful thinking. Your music selection sometimes just... Actually, this is a pretty good song. I love those late 80s, early 90s pop hits like this. I don't think many people do. Dave likes it. I like it. Dave's dancing. I can see you guys. Oh, I know this song. I can see you guys uh, wearing some, like, parachute pants kind of. (laughs) Zeke Cavaricis, baby. Yeah, hell yeah. Breaking it down. Not me. I'll I'll stick to my... uh, Short shorts. We should come up with. Should we do like Kenny Ski West Fridays on the shows where we just absolutely we play all Kenny Ski West music? Absolutely, we're doing it. The glory days of Fat City. All right, I'll make fun of every single song, and you guys just bask in the glory. Well, we already played Lookout Weekend by Debbie Deb. Well, that one I can always get down with. (laughs) There you go. That's a different. That's a different level of awesome. It'll be a flashback. Kenny Kenny Ski West Friday tomorrow, so do not miss that. What what is Kenny's Key West now, Dave? I haven't, I haven't driven down there in a while. Uh, it's 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 still a Kenny's. No wait, no it's it's an art supply place. That's what an it art is. Supply. Art supply. I thought the art supply store was across the street. No, they they moved. Uh, they moved it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Fat City is dead now. I mean, they, they, <laughs> they, they there's only like two bars in there because all the bars have to close by midnight now. They yeah, passed that resolution about a year so or two ago. Stupid. Uh. Yep. Oh well. The ship's, for- the ship's wheel is closed. I I cry about that all the time. That was a, that was the local strip club in there. I could still go for a crazy Johnny's so, uh, steak sandwich. So though. Kenny's Key West closed in the nineties. No, actually, like maybe five years ago. Okay, yeah. so I'm looking at. There's a Facebook page here, but on the Facebook page, everybody's like, "This is so sad that there's this place closed back in the nineties." I'm like, "Well, then why does it have a Facebook page?" It was revived a couple of times. Oh man, there's a woman and barely wearing any clothes in one of these pictures. <laughs> Uh, did you see what? Uh, let's do this. Let's do what's big. You ready? No, I'm always ready. All right, let's do it. What's big? World of baseball, real quick. 
just because trades don't typically happen in the month of August. One happened last night. Defending American League champion Cleveland Indians acquiring Jay Bruce from the New York Mets. Power bat to add to their lineup. It's expected to get deep in the playoffs once again. It'll be interesting to see what he adds there. Baseball also announcing, they announced this a while ago, that they're going to do a players weekend in a couple weekends, the 25th through the 27th of August. All the teams wearing special uniforms. Um, some of them are really, really bad. You're looking at the team just down I-10, the Houston Astros. Their uniforms are horrible. No clue what those are. But part of that players weekend with these special uniforms is that players don't have to have their name on the back of their jerseys. They can have a nickname. So a lot of these players are going to have nicknames on their jerseys. Uh, just looking at a few. Did they come up with a nickname? They came up with their own nicknames. They could put whatever they wanted on these jerseys. Aaron Judge, the, of course, Yankees power-hitting right fielder who's been in a big old slump. Uh, his back of his jersey will say, all rise. Not bad. My favorite one of all of them, now I know many people don't know who he is, but Corey Seager, or I mean, I shouldn't say Corey, Kyle Seager of the Seattle Mariners, third baseman for the Seattle Mariners. His brother was the NL Rookie of the Year last year for the Dodgers, Corey Seager. Right. The back of his jersey, just going to say Corey's brother. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's not bad, but there's also a lot of good, like Giancarlo Stanton of the Miami Marlins. His will say Mr. Miami. Um, I can't tell you who wears number 12 for a certain team, and his name's going to be Mr. Smile. I have no idea who that is, but Mr. Smile's not bad. Uh, there's a bunch of other good ones out there. Um, looking at the New York Mets, Noah Syndergaard, his is just going to say Thor. Thor Everybody course. loves, but he's not playing. By the way, he was in Game of Thrones this past week. He was just like a soldier who threw a spear. Very now, I Very looked, underrated appearance. I looked for him, but I can't. I can't figure out who he is in there. I couldn't find him. I was like, I have to keep watching this. That would be over. the worst. Like if if somebody if that if I got offered that, hey, you want to be in Game of Thrones? You'll be one of the soldiers. And your one scene is you're wearing armor and you throw a spear. No one can even tell it's you. You still get being Game of Thrones. Yeah, I guess, do you get any credit for that? Like IMDb page? Hell yeah, you do. Well, that's nice. You do See? three of those, you get your SAG card. Uh, you want to get SAG? Let's get a SAG card. Let's see. Let's see what we Let's can do. Do to get three a SAG movies. Card. So, yeah, that's the baseball doing that player weekend. You can go find all those online. There's a bunch of other cool names that players are going to be having on Real quick, there. let me throw this in there for baseball news. Kramer Robertson is part of the LSU team that took the trip to the World Series. He's doing really well with the uh, Peoria Chiefs in high A ball. He went four for five with two home runs last night. He's now batting 364 is in that high good? A ball. It's pretty good. How many games? It's only been a couple weeks. He's only been okay, since, so the, still early. since the College World Series. Still, yeah, yeah that's, that's that's pretty darn good. Last week we talked about Tom Brady turning 40 because everybody, you know, that's a, such a big deal, Tom Brady turning 40. Of course, Aaron Rodgers then said that, you know, he wants to play until he's 40. Uh, Brett Favre thinks Aaron Rodgers has plenty of time left and that he should keep playing after 40. Brett Favre thinks he, he has time left. Have you seen Brett Favre throw a football? He could still throw. I have no doubt that Brett Favre could still play quarterback in the NFL. He couldn't take the hits, but he could That's still throw. That's the thing, yes. If he had a perfect, if he had the Cowboys Dallas, offensive yeah, give line, him the Cowboys line, he could survive a season in the NFL. I have no doubt about that. I actually forgot one news piece from the world of baseball. Did you see the rally cat last night in St. Louis? I did. Rally Cat is a little kitten. Yeah, and the Cardinals versus Royals game snuck out on the field. They had to stop the game, pull it out. Yadier Molina then blasted a grand slam for the Cardinals right after they got the cat off the field. So Rally Cat, now a thing. 
cat like clawed the guy who tried to pick it up too. It looks like it's unkempt. Isn't that is that the word? Unkempt? Unkept? Sure. Whatever. I don't know. It was. It just looks like it's a. I don't like cats. I'm not on Team Cat. I like. Uh, we we have a cat. I know so. you have a cat, but I just. The clawing aspect of it. Well, if you're nice to them, they don't claw you. Well, here's the thing. You piss off cats easily because they're skittish animals. And, and do you do you not have yours declawed? Uh, no, because that's inhum- inhumane. That's no, that's just dangerous on your part, first of all. She stays in the house. She doesn't <sighs> go anywhere. Oh, man, I just cannot get down with cats and claws and all those things. Just absolutely. Some people feel the same way with dogs who jump on you. Yeah, okay, my dog's going to jump on. You know what my dog's going to do? Lick your face. Yeah, some people don't like that. Oh, man. That's better than being clawed or having your eyes gouge out in the middle of the night thanks to a cat. <laughs> Sorry, cat people. I'm never going to be on Team Cat. I hate cats. I can like, I like both. You can't like both? No, it's one or the other. Haven't you lived in this world today? It's one or the other. You can't be... Uh, just, Either you're on board with Kaepernick or you're not. Exactly. Pick one. It's, 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 it's are you Team Trump or not Team Trump? You can't be in the middle. Bleep that noise. The one off the beaten path story today. Man accidentally sets house on fire trying to eliminate wasp nest. <laughs> Sounds like something I would do. <laughs> I hate wasps. A man in Canada accidentally set his home on fire while attempting to remove a wasp nest from the property. Fire crews responded to the fire at a home in Thunder Bay to find a man had poured gasoline on the nest and set it aflame. I would do that. Creating a blaze that spread from the exterior wall into the basement. We had one of those... Dumbass. We had one of those sprays that you like spray. It shoots out like this little line of spray. You know how hard that is to hit a wasp when it's flying around you and it shoots out this little line of spray? I don't think it's that difficult. You, you gotta hit, be you pretty hit it good. once and it puts them out. You gotta be pretty good aim to get I it, though. I guess I've had enough practice with wasps. Like, I think spray. you're supposed to change it so it sprays, like, like, out. But this was like a line of spray. If you're going to consider dousing the nest with gasoline... Might have to do it. If there's a lot of wasps, gotta do it. Take a step back. And think about that first. Don't have it attached to the house. Here's what you do. Get a very long stick. Now, you're going to have to run very what, fast what afterwards. What purpose do they Knock serve? Knock it off the wall. I've never heard a good story around a wasp. I, I don't think like, there you know, is one. We were about to get attacked by a bear, and a wasp what? came in and stung him and scared purpose him away. Do, here, I'm just going to Google it. What purpose do wasps serve? Like, at least bees pollinate, and you know they help the environment and stuff. What do wasps do? Other than just sting oh, it you. says in early summer, like bees, they pollinate fla- plants and flowers oh. as they feed on the nectar. Well, screw that. We'll rely on the bees to pollinate for us. Hmm. We don't need wasps. I'm with you. Wasps can go bleed. Wasps and yellow jackets summertime can go bleed themselves. In, summertime in New Orleans, it's just like anything outdoors, there's going to be wasps involved. When's the last time you've been stung by one? Uh, a couple years ago, my hand and my hand blew up. I have to say, I have not been stung by a wasp since I was probably... And I've grown up, obviously, in the South my entire life. I've been stung by a wasp maybe once my entire life. My I, dad once got yellow jackets in, the, like, stung him in the eyeballs. Wow. Like, or in the, around the eye, and his face ballooned. It's going to be a rough day. Yeah. By the way, last thing for what's big. Did you hear what Steve Spurrier said yesterday? No. Took a shot at LSU speaking at uh, an, oh, in- hell no. I hit an, old man in public. an Independence Bowl uh, press conference or something. To be successful, though, as a coach, obviously, you got to have ball players. You can have a bunch of good ball players and not win also. All you LSU fans know about that. <laughs> 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 
So if you missed it, Steve Spurrier there says you can have a lot of good you can have a lot of good ball players and not win games. Do they not have ULSU fans know about that? Do they not have microphones that are worth a damn or, or something at this press conference? Yeah, it was, was he horrible. was speaking to a whole room of people, but you get the joke. Very funny, Spurrier. I'll hit an old but man. But also in true. Also true. That was that's I'll a, hit an old man in public. That's a reason why Les Miles is unemployed right now because he recruited incredible. Put together top five recruiting classes, had some of the best NFL talent in the world, and still went seven and five, eight and four. Not blessed. It's a problem. All right, we'll take a quick break. Final segment to come here on the Chris Gordy Show. Uh, want to get to some players. We're going to make some bets for tonight's game because we're going to make it interesting, right? Saints Browns preseason game. Stay there. We'll break it down after this. Back to the Chris Gordy Show on Sports 1280, New Orleans. Okay, okay, okay. Ah! Oh, yeah, here we go. What's Cleveland Stadium called? Google that. Is this Cleveland Stadium? It's got some kind of corporate name. Is it Paul Brown Stadium? Doesn't have like a detergent or something? Detergent. Tide? Tide Stadium in Cleveland. You need a lot of detergent to watch that team because you need to wash out your eyeballs. No it's, name? Uh, hold on, I'm pulling it up. Uh, First Energy Stadium. First Energy Stadium. From First Energy Stadium, we have you. What the hell's First Energy? For the Cleveland Browns versus the New Orleans Saints. Preseason action. Here's your over-unders for tonight, Michael. We will uh, get you to go on the record with are your... Are these real under, over-unders? Or did you just make these These are up? ones that I made up, but, oh, okay. but we'll see uh, We'll see which way you lean. We'll, we'll see how correct you are tomorrow. Okay. First one for you. Over-under tonight. For Brown Saints. Oh my god, hold on, first of all. When I go on the first energy stadium Wikipedia page, this is nobody messes with these. It's labeled at the top of it ahead of fact ahead of first energy stadium, factory of sadness. And then it lists the map <laughs> it shows the map with a location on the map, and instead of saying the stadium name, it says Factory of Sadness. Well. It's about what it is in Cleveland. I love you, Internet. Uh, over under for tonight. Passes thrown by Drew Brees. I'm going to put it at six. Under. He'll throw three. three. Three passes. Three and out first series for Drew in the offense. He'll throw. He'll probably throw less than three. Three and out. He's off the field. His shoulder pads are off. He's hanging out the rest of the night. See, I'm going to predict they go down the field and score field goal or punt. And so in the second, you know, Drew Brees get, talks himself into a second drive. He's gonna talk himself into the second drive. Talks I think you're jumping into one. You're over. You're overstating him. All right. How about carries for Adrian Peterson? I'm gonna set it at one under. So Adrian Peterson does not play tonight. Zero snaps. He's in shorts and a t-shirt. Interceptions by the Saints defense. I'm gonna put it at a half. Over. Going over. So they, say, they have a bunch of rookies and crap quarterbacks. They'll get two. Saints get at least at least one interception. Drops by Ted Ginn. I'm going to put that at one. Take, oh, man. I think it's a push. <laughs> a push? Yep. He'll drop one because he's not going to play a ton. So Ted Ginn will drop a pass tonight. Sacks by the Saints on Brock Osweiler. I'm going to put that at one. Over. They'll Over. get him at least twice. <laughs> Have you seen that guy in the pocket? He doesn't know what the hell's coming at him ever. Like, I'm telling you, you and I could get sacks on that dude. <laughs> 
Uh, and lastly, Saints injuries caused by Greg Williams. I'm going to put that at two. So I two, swear to God, if two there's Saints, any. two Saints players get hurt tonight. Maybe not serious, but enough to, you know, that they're on the ground and the TV has to take a timeout. I'm going to say two Saints players I mean, get injured tonight. It's probably the over because in any game they just there's always guys falling off. There's 90 guys playing for each team in these games. So yeah, the, the, the odds say in football that you're going to go more than two when you got 90 guys touching the field. At some point of the night, but um, if if that happens, if Greg Williams is like legit game planning this like a regular season game, and he's got his defense firing off and looking like they're doing bounty gate, he's worn off all good good vibes and feelings that the city of New Orleans will ever have for him, and we should kick his ass. All right, let's uh, let's go on the record. I'll go with my predictions. You can go with yours. Leading passer for tonight, I'm going to say it's Chase Daniel. I would agree with you, but. So. I say that. Then Grayson? Grayson's gonna Grayson pl- could get Grayson's the whole second gonna, half. Yeah, he's going to play probably at minimum two quarters, right, maybe put, even closer to three. I'll put you down for Grayson. I'll take Grayson. Uh, leading rusher, I'm going to say Alvin Kamara. I'll agree with you there. So you think we both think Kamara. Here's the tough one. Leading receiver. Not Ted Ginn. No. I would think it's going to be somebody... Like, I don't know, like Brandon Coleman could catch a couple big balls and, you know, have like 60 yards. But I think it's going to be one of those. I'm going to go with Tommy Lee Lewis. Not a bad play. He'll be the leading receiver in the game. Hmm. Man. I I really don't know who to pick. I'm just going to go ahead and say Willie Sneed. What the hell? Willie Sneed. (laughs) I got nothing. We'll see if he plays. How hard is it? Yeah, if he plays. No, you know what? I'm going to do it just for you, Gordy. Put me down for Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn, (laughs) leading receiver. Put me down for Ted Ginn. All right. Do it. There we go. All right. Any other predictions you want to make for tonight's preseason game? Make it interesting. Uh, Brock Osweiler's head will fall off in the third quarter, in the second series. I'm going to put that at probably not happening. Head probably staying off. Will his helmet be knocked off? That's the question. Ooh, okay, so say that. That's an interesting one. Say the Browns are on defense first. They come out and they look like Greg Williams is talking about teeing off on the Saints offense is actually happening. What's going to happen when the Saints defense comes back out to Brock Osweiler? There's a real chance they could hurt him. Yeah, I think they. I think they're going to get everybody out of the game pretty quickly. <laughs> if, if anything like that's going on, I'm telling you, that's why I don't even want Drew on the field. To be honest with you, I'd just start Grayson. Screw it. Play him all night. <laughs> it'll uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, like I said, I think uh, from the from what I'm I'm wanting to watch the, that linebacking core. Want to see how they intermingle, uh, intermix that group. Really excited to see Alex Anzalone. You know he's been one of the bright spots at camp. Ken Crawley's looked really good. Want to see all those guys do it in an actual game action again? It's preseason, so it doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot. And you're playing the Cleveland Browns, but I would expect the Saints defense to shine tonight. Oh, I would think they're going to look really good against. I this would be massively disappointed unit. against Cleveland if it didn't shine. You know they're going to try to run the ball with Crowell and Duke Johnson and whoever else they have in the backfield. You know how good is the interior of the line with, uh, you know if Sheldon Rankins if he doesn't play much. You're missing Nick Fairley, Tyler Davison stepping in. The Browns' offense will be making Brown in their pants like they always do. It's hmm. a good prediction by you. Just saying. All right. That's going to do it for uh, today's show. We're already done. Dude, is it really? Yeah. Flew by. It goes by too quickly. Tomorrow. I we, can't wait to see the Browns make mess in their pants. Tomorrow we will have reaction on uh, the Saints 
Browns preseason game. We'll uh, get some different perspectives and thoughts from uh, from the game tomorrow. Coming up next, Jeff uh, Jeff Duncan, Larry Holder, Duncan Holder. Here's what they got coming up: ten fifteen. They're going to talk Saints Browns with Mary Kay Cabot. She covers the Browns up there in Cleveland. They're going to have David Baker on from the Hall of Fame, and then Will Guillory. One of the new Pelicans uh, reporters for NOLA.com. He, I'm going to come on the show every 10 minutes when they're not expecting it and just say one word and then walk out there and be, who's that guy? <laughs> I don't even know if they know who you are. I don't think so. I think uh, Jim Derry's actually in today with, uh, yes, with yes, he is. Duncan Holder. So there you go. Jim Derry jumping on with the guys. Coming up next from 10 to noon, Saints game day. Coming up right here on uh, Sports 1280. Oh, we still have time left. Oh yeah! Say, don't go to break yet. Oh. You're looking, I was you're looking at the wrong at the clock. clock. We got a whole yeah, minute. Like, <laughs> we got a whole minute left. Hey, we got to give a excited. shout out to Low T on the Gulf Coast who's digging your show. Low T? That's what he said. Company or a guy? <laughs> I would I would just go get the testosterone. The Low T Center on the Gulf Coast. Yeah, you know, you know what he shout should, out. You know what he should do? Call Jose Canseco. He'll get you hooked <laughs> up, and you'll be high T before you know it. We'll <laughs> yeah. be crushing home runs before you know it. Playing in the Mexican League or, you know, shooting your finger off with a gun. Uh, Falcons do Falcons will remain a dome team for much of this year. Do you hear their their dome's not going to be ready? Who's? The Falcons. They're... Their uh, their their roof's not gonna open. Oh, they can't open it. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what's blessed. When you build a spaceship that holds aliens, <laughs> it, the roof at some point's gonna need some work. It's always a bad thing when you build a retractable roof and you can't retract the roof. Usually an issue. All right, that's Don't good. Don't blow twenty-eight three leads in the Super Bowl. This that's won't good. happen. That's gonna do it for us here on the Chris Gordy Show. For producer Michael, I'm Chris Gordy. Duncan Holder coming up next right here on Sports Twelve Eighty. Don't go anywhere. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.